You're with Pete, Matt and Kimber for Elite Pool Covers. Saving you water today for tomorrow. Next 94.5. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. There's no Maddie in the podcast today. No, no, there's no Maddie, but we'll hug him when he gets back. Well, I don't know. Can we touch each other? Uh, I don't know. None of us can touch each other because we're all mildly sunburned. We kind of go hypercolour. Um, when we touch each other at the moment, don't we? Because we're what sun- yeah, as you mentioned, sunburn from the regatta. Bad choices. Uh, but Amy, sunburn on the way. There's some ripper stories from you. Thank you very much. Hey, what do you reckon? Oh, a bit um, of a controversial one. Mm, about the Disney classics and just see you later, bye bye, no more. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's a good thing. Who knows? We don't know. That's why we throw it open with a what do you reckon? Masters Regatta, we recapped everything from the week and it was a killer event. It was great. And again, cannot wait for next year. The city of Perth, the people were vibing. Mm. Loved it. And uh, for 2023, we did have the commitment from the Masters Regatta Best Design Winner. Um, Kendall and the team from Serpentine Primary. Thank you. Yes, Serpentine Primary. $5,000 they won. Good on them. The art teacher got involved. Everybody jumped in. Uh, So congrats to them. But yes, they'll be back for 2023. But all of that and more here. Have a podcast. Ahoy, Meanie. Mix 94.5's Masters Milk Carton Regatta 2022. Oh, look at them going. They're off and away. Masters, proudly Aussie owned and made right here in Bentley, Perth for over 50 years. There is your winner. Oh, it was such a great weekend. It I, was I know brilliant. we're putting on the event and everything like that. You know, you think to yourselves, oh, we've got to say that. No, it was an absolutely ripping weekend and more people than last year packed out Hillary's Boat Harbour for the 2022 Masters Regatta. I mean, we all know what it's like to throw a party and you just desperately hope that everyone's going to show up because mm-hmm. you have to fill a whole town hall. And That's that, right. It's like we throw the party and we just hope the people of Perth will come and boy, did you turn up. We can't do it without you. What a wicked day. It was a, It was exactly like I remembered it as a kid, Kimba, uh, you know, people lining the shores along the bridges, the piers. There were heaps and heaps of people inspecting all the boats, more boats than last year, 30-odd boats made out of Masters Milk Cartons. And a big thanks to Masters uh, for helping us with the event as well. And, of course, 1-800-GOT-JUNK, who was there on the day, to make sure that we left that place spick and span. Yeah, there was no cartons left. Everything was fine. But what a turnout and what a massive three races, three categories, and a lot of people who went in the drink. It was chaos. Take a listen. All right, the horn is ready. We need everybody around here at Hillary's Boat Harbour. Racing Race now, one. and I tell you what, the ginger clock has started quite well. But look at that! Oh, they've fallen out of oh, the clog. Naughty boys doing well. We've what, had, what? The flying lobsters have lost a lobster. <laughs> We've lost two competitors. The, yeah, ginger, the, the ginger clock. The ginger done. clock is out. They're done. The oh, what's dairy going? masters are turning back. They've turned back. What, what are they doing? I'm not quite. They're going sure. backwards. Oh, they're going backwards. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh! They're paddling backwards as a sweet manoeuvre. Legendary Masters. They've taken it out for the second year in a row. That kid. Oh, no. Kids has already gone over. The plane's not moving. (laughs) Peer pressure's going the wrong way. The whale's lost its blowhole. It's absolute (laughs) carnage here. Oh, 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 no. It's over. Oh, Oh, that was a big sink. Six people went under in that bus. Look, we've got a winner coming through. We do. It's Net Set Sinky. They are in great form, too. Look at the rowing. Thrilled. They're about to cross the line. Didn't need need Gina's money in the end, did you? Woo! Here we go. Race number three is...
Atlantis and Fan Bam have come to issue straight out of the back. The Rick Rollers are getting ahead beautifully. You're now walking on the floor with that, aren't you? That's not swimming. <laughs> no one else is anywhere near finishing. The Derriers still struggling at the back there. They are. God bless them. Oh, the Derriers might be going over. Oh, oh, okay. oh. And the Rick Rollers have won. Pete, just to confirm, Rick Rollers have won. Atlantis and Derriers didn't actually ever go past the start line. That is confirmed. They never made it past the start line. It was a cracker. Uh, all the photos from the weekend are on our Instagram right now, and the video is going to be uh, up on our socials a little bit later on this morning. And the, the headwind. The headwind. Oh. We got up to, I think it was 19 knots in the end. No one anticipated the wind, which is why they pulled that sweet move mm. going backwards, because they just couldn't get the boat to face the wind, basically. Yep. It was terrible. Uh, and after months of speculation, my boat was revealed as Il Casa. So last year we had Il Salsiche. The sausage. This year, Il Casa, the house. That you're all moving into. Yeah, exactly, because we still haven't filmed. It was built so solidly. Thank you very much. I think that would have made a great cubby house for someone's back. Backyard. Now it's in the back of a 1-800-GOT-JUG truck somewhere. <laughs> um, but no, my dad and my Uncle Julian, uh, it was a ripper, came together beautifully. And you can see the pictures of that online as well. That bus that uh, was made by Kendall and the school at Serpentine Primary School, which ultimately picked up the $5,000 as part of uh, first prize for the public vote on Saturday at yeah. Hillary's Boat Harbour for the Mix 94.5 Masters Regatta. The boat is called Peer Pressure and Kendall's with us now. Good morning to you, mate. Morning. How are you? Good. Kendall, tell us about this uh, bus that you created, and it really was a bus. It had a lot going on, and you all had an individual seat on the bus to row from. Whose idea was it? Uh, so it was sort of the the art teacher having the creative flair on the bus. Uh, so the students and I built the box, and the art teacher made it look like a bus. <laughs> Kendall, so walk us through it, mate, because it was quite a big bus. I reckon, aside from Il Casa, it was probably the biggest craft that was there, I would say. So was how many cartons, how much sticky tape? Have you got numbers on that sort of stuff? Oh, we'd have been pushing 3,000 cartons by the time we got to the end. Uh, yeah, about 40, wow. rolls of, 40 rolls of tape and some liquid nails in the process. Were you in cahoots with the canteen? Was, was everyone keeping the cartons for you? No, but we got a big help from the community recycling in Erskine, uh, sort of siphoning off some cartons for us and handing them out. So they were super helpful on the way through. Amazing. Oh, that's awesome. And, uh, mate, the $5,000. So we were having a cheeky chat after everything was said and done. And congrats again for picking up first prize in the public vote and well-deserved. But the five grand is going back to the school we hear. Yeah, so we are putting it back into the school. We're in the process of building a, a nature, sort of a low ropes course at school, which has managed to find its way over budget in the current economy. So money will go back into that and help get us ready for next year for opening. Good on you. You know, this is the thing you hear of well, plenty of schools that are getting funding all over the place. And then there's all the schools that are still running a million bake sales just yeah. to try and get some play equipment <laughs> in the backyard. So, like, we're thrilled that the money will help. And we're really glad that you and all the students got involved, except... As you said, we might need a physics teacher next time to make sure you get the heavier person at the front of the <laughs> we, boat. We, we, we might have been slightly ambitious thinking we could put six adults. Yeah, no, honestly, mate, you, I don't know if you've seen the footage. I mean, surely someone's taken some, and we've got some on the mixed socials as well. But jumping in the back, the front wheels lifted up out of the water. The back end of this bus is halfway out of the... The sight is absolutely incredible. It was to behold. It really was. <laughs> oh, know, it was too, we probably should put a public apology out to Moverick and Moose with that plane 
nothing. We thought destroyed it on the way. <laughs> you through. took the plane out on the way, but you know what? I mean, the thing is, you don't know about the craft whether it's going to float or not until yeah. you get it down there. No yeah. one gets to test it unless they can throw it in a backyard pool, and you don't know until yeah. you're there. And next time, just slight changes to who's sitting where. I think. Will there be a next time, Kendall? Oh, there, there is a next time. We've started planning already. So Great. whether it's next year or the one after, we've got to get in first. You've got to accept us. So. Uh, oh, mate, oh, you could, well, you've got to be there. I mean, I think that goes without saying. You've got to come back. So, uh, yes, consider this your acceptance into 2023, mate. Looking forward to having you guys back. Terrific. Thanks very much. Thanks for your time. Hey, hey, what do you reckon? Imagine a world, Kimber, mm-hmm. without this. Let it go, let it go. In fact, what, not, not just this. What will everyone be singing? Exactly. Not just this, but no Disney. Goodbye, Disney. No Disney? No Disney. What would we do without any Disney? That's not a great world. Well, more than 40% of under 30s believe that traditional Disney movies are inappropriate and perpetuate old-fashioned gender stereotypes. Well, they do. And they also believe they should be stricken and that Disney need to update its catalogue and get rid of them and focus on remakes that are a little bit more modern. I get it. Do you, though? Yeah, I do, because the examples you played were not old school traditional. No, oh, that's a little bit more <laughs> forward, I guess. It's the only thing I could really find. I actually went looking for um, some of the examples that they were talking about because they cited Cinderella and Snow White. Now, mm-hmm. Snow White was released in 1937. Yeah, some time ago. Cinderella was released in 1950. Society might have changed a little bit since then, Society's Pete. changed a little bit, but I don't think we should get rid of them. I don't think we should get rid of them altogether. I think we also have to acknowledge the fact that they happened. Oh, of course they happened. You see that there's some flaws with their design, though. Like what? Um, that Tell me more. The unrealistic views that they put on everybody and always having a white damsel in distress and that the girls were totally powerless and that... You know, you can go and kiss a woman while she's asleep and she's not giving consent she and it's was, okay. She was poisoned and she needed to be woken she up. She was asleep and not giving consent. But in context, isn't it a story? Like This, no. is, this is a story. Isn't it a story that a men story. can save you and the ultimate reward to life is to get married? Come on, man. Mm. They're not good enough. I'm not saying we should get rid of them, mm. but they absolutely should be used as education. There are far cooler things that Disney have released that are more modern and contemporary and fit with a better society and the way that we want young girls to see the world and the way they view themselves than what we had before. Hey, Kara, the producer, you wear Birkenstocks. Can you weigh up? Weigh in on this, please. <laughs> what do you What do you think? That is a qualification. <laughs> I am now eligible to talk about this sort of stuff. No, well, you're under 30. What, what are your thoughts? I mean, I... I... I'm a bit of a fence-sitter on this. I definitely see both sides of the argument. Get off the fence, mate. Get off the fence. I guess my question to you, Pete, is Mm. I know why we don't want to get rid of them because they're an important part of history. There Mm. are a lot of things in our history. We shouldn't be getting rid of them. Mm. But there's no harm in using them to reflect on them and go, look at how different things were and look how much they've changed. Part of the reason you want to hold on to them is it just because you're nostalgic and you want your kids to grow up on the same stuff you grew up on. Yeah, I like sitting on the couch and going, this is what we watched when we were kids. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? But look, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm going to say to my girls, hey, if you're asleep and a bloke who you don't know comes up and gives you a pash... It's not a good thing. Not okay. It's, it's not okay. That's what I mean. Like, because your girls yeah. could be watching cool things. Like, what about Merida in Brave? Merida was amazing in Brave. Mm. She was great. Rapunzel, Entangled, mm-hmm. Moana. 
She was amazing. Mulan. Incredible heroine characters that do cool stuff that are not sitting around going, I've got nothing to offer. Yeah. I mean, even like the, like going back 30 odd years, maybe a bit further, it was through the 90s, Little Mermaid saved the prince in the storm, Belle saved the beast. Yeah. So yep. it wasn't back the other way. Yeah. But the whole idea of just going, let's get rid of them. Yeah, is I don't, not for I don't me. think that's right. Um, we what can't do you pretend reckon? pretend they weren't there. Uh, Jasmine in Canning Vale, what do you reckon? Uh, I don't think we should get rid of them because they're a massive part of people's childhood, especially mine. And I don't think young children these days are viewing movies like Cinderella as like stereotypical. I think they're just watching it because it's really enjoyable and a beautiful story. I agree with you, Jasmine. They are beautiful stories and they're good for teaching kids right from wrong and evil and good and all of that sort of stuff. Mm. Do you think that maybe some of us having grown up on them when we look at society today and how women are viewed that maybe they have had an influence rather than just entertainment. I think for younger, like young girls, it doesn't have that much of an influence. Maybe looking back at it now when they're older, they might be able to see the influence, but I don't think young children are viewing it like that. Hmm. Yeah, they're just seeing a movie really, aren't they? Sarah and Vic Park, what do you reckon? Um, I I see both sides. I uh, understand that they are quite sort of gender uh, stereotyping, but at the same time, it was a point a point in that history where that was how the roles were, that was how sort of society was, and we can learn from it, but I mean, I don't think we really necessarily need to make a whole big lesson out of it. We can see the lessons that we've learned from it and just enjoy it for the movies that they are. They were brilliant. Mm. Another one. We want to keep them. Yeah, of course we want to keep them. Shana in Dianella. So we've got in big capital letters here under your name, Snow White. What's going on yeah. here? Yeah, I call in because I'm about to do a production this coming Friday of Snow White. Are you? I'm out at St Andrews Grammar and it's a secondary college. Yeah. So, you know, it's great to, you know, revisit the old classics, but we decided we would do, you know, a modern spin and a bit of an edgy, an edgy one. So it's really about, you know, breaking down those stereotypes. And we've got a bit of a a badass kind of Snow White, so she's pretty tough and she stands up for herself and our, our um our dwarves are a bikey gang. So we're really trying <laughs> to look at it from a different perspective. Cool. And yeah, it's nice to sort of I, I look I, I hear what the other callers have said too and I've got three children. We've watched all the classics, but you sit there and you talk to your kids. Yeah. And you tell them, you know, this is lovely but this isn't real life. You have to have those honest conversations. Shana, what are you what are you doing with the the kiss moment? Snow White's asleep. The prince is well, meant to come and wake her up with a kiss. There's absolutely no sleeping. Let me put it like that. She's consenting because she's she's actually had the poison sausage roll, and in actual fact, that has caused her to become the, the delicate Snow White for a very temporary part of the play. Uh-huh. And then we're putting up a big curtain to hide the kiss, and all the dwarves are going, "Ugh, disgusting! This is terrible!" And, of course, in this case, the kiss actually wakes her up from her slumber and she becomes back to her badass self. Okay. Then she's revolted, isn't she? Um, If we're thinking, like, badass self and we're seeing biker gangs and bikes and leather and stuff, I'm thinking not sausage roll, change it to Chico roll. Oh, the Chico roll. The Chico roll chick. I mean, there's there's perpetuating a stereotype just to bring it up. Look, we won't get rid of your your classics, Pete, but it is worth mentioning. New York University did a study... Mm on young boys aged 5 to 11, and majority of them believed that women needed a man to protect them. 
five to 11-year-old boys. Well, boys, guess what? It's a whole new world. Thank you. Yes, it is. Don't you dare close your eyes. <laughs> How are you going, mate? Looking a little red. Ow. <laughs> Ow, my skin. Yeah. Ow, my sunburn. Regatta got you. The regatta got me. Mm. We Obviously, we had the Masters Milk Carton Regatta at Hillary's on the weekend. Thank you, everyone who turned up. There were thousands there, and we had the best time. It was a great day. It was super fun. Um, but And I was very sun smart. As you know, I am a potato, and I can't go out into the sun because I turn into a baked potato in less than six minutes, I reckon. Mm. And so I was well protected from the sun. Um, I'd sunscreened up and I ran down to the beach and then at one minute well, I was down there and I heard suddenly there was a broadcast, Pete, you were about to get on your boat. I think it was me who was yelling this out at you, by the way. And I just remember getting these commands that seemed a sense of urgency, which was, Kimber, throw off your shoes and quit getting in the water and run over to Pete and give him a mic. <laughs> and I did as I was told. Yeah. And I threw my converse off in the sand and I threw my socks off and I ran in. Mm. And then after that, obviously, I had wet, sandy feet, so I didn't put my shoes back on and I forgot to sunscreen the tops of my feet. Slip, slop, slap, Mate, they are red raw this morning. I've got red feet, really red feet. I haven't been able to wear shoes all weekend. That's yeah. been rad, except I'm not alone in this. No. Because um, it was silly of me to miss the tops of my feet. But more silly for Rami, the producer, who apparently didn't put any sunscreen on his face at all. And then to Kerrod, who did put sunscreen on, but wore his hat backwards. And when the sunscreen had worn off somewhat, he's got a hat shape on his forehead. Kerrod, can you please um, just describe how your forehead's looking at the moment? (laughs) Excuse me, mate. Um, What's going on there? It looks like I've been branded. Yeah. It looks like like a big... Uh, red triangle in the middle of middle of my. It's quite intense on Kerrod. The backwards hat's quite intense, but you know, it look. It's one of these reminders. It's a bit of a public service announcement mm. to go. Sometimes you hit this part of the season and you're not quite ready for the sun. Yeah, and then it gets you. Yeah, it really gets you. So I thought, why don't we talk about Almy sunburn? Almy sunburn. When has the sunburn got you good and proper? And I mean those times where you think. I don't know that I'm going to survive this. I remember years ago going down south to an ex-boyfriend's place. He had family holiday and we all went down to the beach shack. Yeah. And they gave me sunscreen that was four hours water resistant and I didn't trust it. So I put that thing on every 90 minutes, I reckon. I was just reapplying over and over only to find out afterwards that it had expired and I was... Red raw and spent the entire weekend laying on a bed covered in wet towels because I thought I was going to die. (laughs) Such bad heat stroke, like so, so unwell. Bad sunburn is terrible. You've got to be protected. I remember my uncle got so badly sunburnt that it was like he was shedding his skin. Like oh, a snake. No. You know, like when you start rubbing it and no. it starts sort of coming away. It's that bad. Ton, you're in Baldivis. What happened? Well, on the weekend, my husband and I were washing our cars and my shoulders and my neck are now raw. Oh, Tonya, you didn't think about it because you thought we'll just pop out there. It'll be 10 minutes on the driveway. Yeah, pretty much well, on the grass, but yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, no. It always takes a lot longer than what you think, doesn't it, Tonya? Yes, yeah. And 
uh, I'm wearing a bra right now and it hurts. It's painful. That's right. the other thing. <laughs> yeah. It's so painful. Yeah, you lost Pete with the seriousness of it, yeah, Tonya, sorry, because just... you said bra and suddenly he was gone. That's it. I'm, <laughs> out. I'm out for the rest of the morning, actually. Uh, t- thank you, Tonya. Take thank care. You. Uh, Janet in Bayswater, Army Sunburn on the new job. Yes, I was 15 at the time, left school, ready to start at the Commonwealth Bank, decided to go the day before to the beach mm-hmm. and fell asleep face down oh, on the oh, beach. Oh, my God. Got sunstroke. <gasps> ended up having to ring the bank Monday morning and saying, um, sorry, but I can't start for another week. Oh, no. Did oh, they Janet. take that well? Uh, they did. I ended up working there. But also the but, feeling of heat stroke. Yeah. Oh, man, it's awful. Yeah, it knocks you out well and proper, it's doesn't it? Uh, Todd in Wandy. Tell us about these shoulders, mate. What's going on there? Mate, I was up there Saturday and my shoulders are purple. It <laughs> oh, was brutal. Were you, you at the regatta? There, yep. My wife was uh, in that set sink. Oh, oh I mean, they had a fantastic win in their boat. Yeah. Yeah, they're all, they're all pretty sore still, though. <laughs> They all got burnt. <laughs> Using all those arm muscles to row the boat. But oh, that's it. You were there a long time, Todd. Did you apply any sunscreen? Did you think about it? I started to get a little bit pink, so then I thought, oh, I better put some on. So I put some on, and it actually got worse afterwards. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. So, yeah, it's Todd, a slow burn. I, we have this um, this stuff. It's like aloe vera, <coughs> aloe vera gel. Get, yep. get, go to the chemist, ask him for some aloe vera gel, mate. You'll be right with those shoulders. But uh, Did you enjoy the regatta? Yeah, it was a sick day. Yeah, One of the best days day. I've had in a long time. It was so up. fun. Yeah. Thanks for competing as well. We need you all there, and it was great. The, the turnout at Perth from Perth was awesome. They won a grand, by the yeah. way. Uh, and it's yeah. a sink. All the pictures in that are online if you want to go and check them out. That was Pete, Matt and Kimber for Elite Pool Covers. Swim warmer for longer. Next 94.5.